This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The topic for discussion today in episode 41 is going to be from Matthew chapter 25 and verse 13. The Christian needs to be prepared for when Christ will return. Matthew chapter 25 and verse 13 says, Watch therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour in which the Son of Man is coming. We need to be watchful for when the Son of Man will return. We need to be ready for when his second coming is going to happen because we don't know the day nor the hour in which the Son of Man is coming back. He could come back any time, and if we are not ready, then it's going to be a very bad day for us. We need to watch, therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour in which the Son of Man is coming. The Christian needs to be prepared for when Christ will return. In Matthew chapter 24, verses 36 through 44, the Bible reads, But of that day and hour no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, but my Father only. But as the days of Noah were, so also will the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day that Noah entered the ark, and did not know until the flood came, and took them all away. So also will the coming of the Son of Man be. Then two men will be in the field. One will be taken and the other left. Two women will be grinding at the mill. One will be taken and the other left. Watch therefore, for you do not know what hour your Lord is coming. But know this, that if the master of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched and not allowed his house to be broken into. Therefore you also be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. In verse 36, it says, the angels do not know when Christ is going to return, and Jesus does not know when he is going to return. But of that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, but my Father only. God the Father is the only one that knows when Christ is going to return, and he equates it to the time of Noah and the flood in verses 37 and 38, but also But as the days of Noah were, so also will the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark. Life was going on as normal. Everything was going on that would typically be going on in a day. They were drinking, they were eating, they were marrying, they were giving in marriage until the day Noah entered the ark. And that's the way that life is going to be until Jesus comes back a second time. This world is going to continue in its everyday practices until the day in which Jesus returns. And there are going to be a lot of people on that day that are living in sin and just continuing their everyday practices that include sinful things as well. And he's going to return and it's going to be like a thief. In the night. In this, in verse 43, but know this that if the master of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched and not allowed his house to be broken into. 
This is the reason why we don't know when Christ is going to return. We could be prepared and be ready and watching for when he would return and not allow our house to be broken into. We wouldn't typically be Christian if we didn't know when he was going to return. We'd be living sinfully, but knowing that he was going to return, we change our lives because he's going to return on this day. And that's not what God wants. God wants people that love him and keep his commandments. In John chapter 14 and verse 15, if you love me, keep my commandments. In verse 44 of Matthew chapter 24, it says, Therefore, also be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. In Mark chapter 13, verses 32 through 37, But of that day and hour no one knows, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. Take heed, watch and pray, for you do not know when the time is. It is like a man going to a far country who left his house and gave authority to his servants and to each his work and commanded the doorkeeper to watch. Watch, therefore, for you do not know when the master of the house is coming, in the evening, at midnight, at the crowning of the rooster, I'm sorry, at the crowing of the rooster, or in the morning, lest coming suddenly he find you sleeping. And what I say to you, I say to all, watch. In this one, he adds, not even the son knows. In the previous one, it was implied that only the father knew, but in this one it says specifically, nor the son, talking about Jesus. He doesn't even know when the father is going to have him come back. In verse 33, it says, take heed, watch and pray, for you do not know when the time is coming. And he equates it here to a man that has authority over servants. And he gives them work to do, and then he goes away. And he tells them to watch, because you don't know when he's coming back. In other words, do your job so that you don't get in trouble when the boss comes back. And verse 35 says, Watch therefore, for you know, do not know when the master of the house is coming, in the evening, at midnight, at the crowing of the rooster, or in the morning. In other words, it could happen at any time that the master is going to come back. And it's the same way with Christ. Do we want to be caught doing something that the master would not approve of when he comes back? Or should we be watching? In verse 37 it says, And what I say to you, I say to all, watch. He's going to come back suddenly. And we are not going to expect when he's coming back. If we are not ready, it's going to catch us off guard. And that is going to be a very, very terrible, horrific, and horrible day if we are caught off guard by the second coming of Jesus. In Acts chapter 17, verses 30 and 31, it says, Truly these times of ignorance God overlooked, but now commands all men everywhere to repent because he has appointed a day on which he will judge the world in righteousness by the man whom he has ordained. He has given assurance of this to all by raising him from the dead. That day is coming. The fact that no one knows when it is coming does not change the fact that it is going to happen. Truly these times of ignorance God once overlooked, but now commands all men everywhere to repent. We need to repent of sin in our lives. We need to walk away from it because he has appointed a day in which he's going to judge the world. That day has been appointed and we do not know when it's going to be. And so if we're caught off guard, we can lose our souls over it. We need to make sure that we are not ignorant and that we are repenting of sin 
when we find out that we have sin in our lives, we need to repent of it. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 9-11, through 11, the Bible says, Therefore we make it our aim, whether present or absent, to be well-pleasing to him. The, to be well-pleasing to him is referring to God the Father. Verse 10, For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that each one may receive the things done in the body, according to what he has done, whether good or bad. Knowing, therefore, the terror of the Lord, we persuade men, but we are well known to God, and I also trust are well known in your conscience. And so this day is coming. There's coming a day when we are all going to have to stand before the judgment seat of Christ. He is appointed that day in Acts chapter 17, verses 30 and 31. And it is coming when this is going to take place. And we're going to have to give an account of what we've done in the body. The Christian needs to be prepared for when Christ will return. Because on that day, judgment is going to take place. And how we've lived up to that point is going to be how we are judged. If we've lived according to the word of God, according to John chapter 12, verses 48 through 50, that's what we're going to be judged by, the word of God, then we have nothing to be scared of. But in verse 11 of 2 Corinthians chapter 5 says, Knowing therefore the terror of the Lord, we persuade men. If God has said this is the way that it is, and he has said everyone that does not keep my commandments and live the way that I want them to live is going to hell, then that's what's going to happen. And Paul says, knowing the terror of the Lord, in other words, knowing what he said about hell and how bad it's going to be, we persuade men. We don't want people to go there. We don't want to go there ourselves. We most definitely do not want to take anyone with us if we do go there. And so that day is coming where we will have to stand before the judgment seat of Christ. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 3 and 4 says, For when they say, Peace and safety, then suddenly destruction comes upon them, as labor pains upon a pregnant woman, and they shall not escape. This is talking about the day of the Lord. If you go back up to verse 2, it says, For you yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so comes as a thief in the night. For when they say peace and safety, verse 3, then sudden destruction comes upon them as labor pains upon a pregnant woman, and they shall not escape. You see, a pregnant woman does not know when the baby is going to come. She doesn't know when she's going to give birth. But those pains, they tell her when that's going to take place. But she doesn't know when they're going to happen. She could go be, be going about her daily life, and those pains all of a sudden come upon her, and that baby is coming. That's the way the Son of Man is coming back. It's going to be at a time and hour in which we do not know. And in the end of verse 3, and they shall not escape. Verse 4 of 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 says, But you, brethren, are not in darkness so that this day should not overtake you as a thief. The church is not in darkness. We've been warned about this. We know that this day is coming. It's been appointed, and that we're all going to have to stand before the judgment seat of Christ. And so we've been warned we need to be watching for this day. The Christian needs to be prepared for when Christ will return. In Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 27, I'm sorry, Hebrews chapter 9 and verse 27, and as it is appointed for men to die once, but after this, the judgment. We are appointed once to die. If Christ doesn't return while we're still alive, 
the fact of the matter is, is that we're going to die. And that this day takes place for us then. It is appointed for men to die once, but after this, the judgment. Even if we do not see the coming of the Lord in our days, we will see our death. And when we die, when we take our last breath, our time on this earth will be over, and our chance to live the way that God wants us to live will be over. And how we've lived, according to 2 Corinthians chapter 5, is going to be how we're going to be judged. We're going to be judged by the things that we have done in the body. and We're all going to stand before the judgment seat of Christ. It is appointed for men to die once, but after this, the judgment. The Christian needs to be prepared for the day that he will pass from this world because judgment for him will take place at that time. The Christian also needs to be prepared for when Christ will return. In 2 Peter chapter 3, verses 10 through 13, it says, But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in which the heavens will pass away with a great noise, and the elements will melt with a fervent heat. Both the earth and the works that are in it will be burned up. Therefore, since all these things will be dissolved, what manner of persons ought you to be in holy conduct and godliness, looking for the hastening, the coming of the day of God, because of which the heavens will be dissolved, being on fire, and the elements will melt with a fervent heat? Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look for new heavens and a new earth in which righteousness dwells. Notice some things in this passage. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night. This is said several times throughout the Bible. And so this is something that God emphasizes and that we need to realize so that we will be ready when Christ will return or when we pass on from this life. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, which the heavens will pass away with a great noise, and the elements will melt with a fervent heat. Both the earth and the works that are in it will be burned up. Therefore, because we know this is going to take place, and he has told us this several times throughout the scriptures, therefore, since all these things will be dissolved, they're going to be burned up. They're going to be gone. What good will our riches be once they're burned up and God destroys the world? What manner of persons ought you to be in holy conduct and godliness? We need to use the fact that he is coming back to judge the world, Acts chapter 17, and that that day has been appointed, Acts chapter 17, and that it is going to take place, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, and that our day is going to come, whether it comes when he returns or we die, Hebrews chapter 9. We need to model our lives after the fact that that is going to happen. And if we're living right, then we have nothing to worry about. Verse 12 of 2 Peter chapter 3. Looking for the hastening, the coming of the day of God. The person that is living right says, Lord Jesus, come. We're ready. Be ready always to give an answer to every man to ask you reason for hope. Is it with meekness and fear? 1 Peter chapter 3 and verse 15. If we've lived that way, if we've been ready and we've given an answer to everyone to ask us a reason for the hope that is in us, then we have nothing to be afraid of because in verse 13 says there's going to be a new heaven and a new earth in which righteousness will dwell. God is going to take care of his people if his people are prepared for his return. The Christian needs to be prepared for when Christ will return. So as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. 
So, as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.